day 286. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm Keith. I'm John. I'm Jasmine. Jasmine Holmes is back with us again. Yep. Glad to have you here. Good, Jasmine. <laughs> Good to be here. Yeah. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So yesterday we did one through three, this time four through six. Mm-hmm. If one through three is the belief statement of the right. church, four through six is the mission statement of the church, mm. right? So this one word, therefore, at the beginning of chapter yeah. four, is going to transition the entire book from just indicatives to imperatives, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to say, yo, therefore I, the prisoner in the Lord, urge you to walk worthy of the calling you have received. How do I do that? With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. In other words, what Paul is going to say, bro, this is how you preserve the unity that Christ purchased. Mm. Right? I so you don't create it. No, 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 no. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. You just preserve it right, right, by right. these things. Yeah. And it made me think of growing up. I was an athlete growing up, played basketball my whole life. Uh, still do part-time on occasion <laughs> um, when I'm not injured. Um, and uh, my mom would buy like a lot of bread because she wanted me to grow. Right. And so when she bought the bread... She would put it in the freezer uh, when we got it, yeah. right? She wouldn't put it in the fridge or put it in the um, pantry because right. it'll go bad before I could eat it all. Right. Mm-hmm. But her way of putting it in the freezer was to preserve mm. what she purchased. And here, Paul is like, yo, the first thing he says yeah. is humility, right. which is so big when I read it. I'm thinking about today's context. It's like one of the reasons we don't see a lot of unity because ain't, ain't a lot of humility. <laughs> right. folks, don't, folks is prideful. Folks don't right. even think they're ignorant or wrong about yeah. certain things. And Paul said, yo, the way to preserve this, guys, is to be humble. If somebody mm. tell me, tell you, you don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> at, least, at least take them up on it and see what they're saying. All right. So I thought this was excellent, the way oh, Paul man. is so specific uh, about this in chapter four. Oh, oh, that's so good, man. Yo, it's, it's wild just to, it's wild to look at the Bible and to read texts like this. Yeah. And you almost step back and say, Wait a minute, this is so like, it's so basic and commonsensical. Like, mm. why don't people do it, right? Mm. And I think it's not that people don't know what to do. It's that like people, like you don't have the power inside to be able to do it, right? Yeah. Right. So it's Paul, man. What I love is that he goes from there and he tells them all this stuff. Yeah. And then he transitions, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he starts to unpack this righteous lifestyle that we are to live. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, man, it just flies in the way of maybe some of the legalistic way that all of us mm-hmm. yeah, grew up, right? Yep. That I know when I thought about Christianity, I thought that it was just bad deeds erased, right? Like, yep. I, it's don't lie. Don't, yep. don't cheat. Don't steal. Don't, 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 don't. But Paul says, no, no, listen, if you live life like... Or if you think Christianity is a bunch of don't, it's the equivalent to you taking off garments of unrighteousness and being spiritually like naked, naked. Un, un, yeah. un, unclothed. Yeah. Yeah. Paul saying, take those off and That's good, bro. put it on. And mm-hmm. so he, he goes on and he helps us see, no, no, this is what the Spirit of God does. But Paul's saying, um, man, it's not just bad deeds erased. Yeah. It's bad deeds replaced. Mm-hmm. So he's going to say, no, no, it's not enough just not to lie. Mm. 
speak the truth in love, yeah. right? The Amen. person that steals. It's not enough just not to steal, but Paul is saying the vision, what the gospel does is it turns pickpockets into philanthropists, mm, right? So mm, that's good. it says, yo, let he who stole no longer steal, but let him work, not just so that he could take care of his needs, but that he can go and find yeah. the same kid that rides the same right. subways that he used to ride, mm, mm. Uh, getting ready to take some stuff out of folks' bag yeah. and go up to him and say, no, no, listen, I got you. You right. don't have to steal because I have more than enough to mm. share. And in that way, he exemplifies what it is that Jesus did for us, right? He came yeah. and he gave us out of his riches yeah. so that we wouldn't have to steal approval and affection and all that stuff from people. It's yeah. not just what you can't do. Oh, it's yeah. also what you should do. Right. Yeah, I love right. that. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, that makes me think about when we used to... Um, go to church, um, go to my dad's church where he was a pastor. We would sometimes come early and set up. Yeah. The older kids, so I'm one of nine. Right. So the older kids can wow. help set up. Right. The younger kids is like, sit down, do not touch anything. <laughs> right, mm. right, right, right. Do not mm. move. Right. Like, fold your hands. Yeah. yeah. But a sign of maturity is... I can get up. Uh, I can. I need to be helping. I need to be about the yeah. business of like that's contributing the, to the space that we're in. And so it's like a, it's a, fine. it's a mark of maturity, right? right? right. To be able that's to good. help and to be able to contribute. Mm. Um. So you know, it makes sense that the immature are kind of like, okay, I'm just going to be very still in this new Christian life until I figure out right. wh- what the lay of the land is. Yeah. Mm. Um. But the more we grow, the right. more we're able to do the opposite of what we used to do. Uh, mm. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's excellent. That's so yeah. excellent. Yeah. And then Paul like slides to light and darkness, all this stuff. But he talks about the household mm. and how that's supposed to function. I'd love to hear. <laughs> I was waiting to hear what Jasmine would have to say about the household codes, husband and wives, children, parents. Yeah. Every time I think about Ephesians 5, what is it? 22 to 6, yeah. 4. Yeah. Um, those are the passages that as a woman... I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to know that passage, right. mm. and I was supposed to know First Peter three one through six mm. and Proverbs thirty one. Yeah. Maybe I can learn about Esther or Ruth. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> right, but right. like, really, the hallmark of being a good Christian woman is that I know how to submit mm. and I know how to, wow. you know. And one of the things that has happened as I've grown in Christian maturity mm. is reading this passage. And actually, I'm looking at my Bible right now that it doesn't have verses and it doesn't have um, oh, wow. chapter breaks. Uh-huh. Excellent. And so it flows mm, from talking about unity and walking in love and submitting to one another to, and this is what it looks like in right. the household. Like this is what it looks like with husbands and wives. And I'm not making an argument for mutual submission. Um, but I am saying mm. that looking at this passage in the context, in the broader context of um, not just the book of Ephesians, but like what's going on in Paul's culture at this time. Right. Sure. Um, he's elevating the family and elevating the duties within the family yes. past this um, patriarchal society that he lived in. And mm. so it's like wives submit to your husbands. It's their safety there. He's going to love you. He's right. going to take care of you. Like mm. you're not just property. You don't just have limited rights um Mm. children obey your father but fathers like love your children you have a responsibility to them and so Mm. he kind of takes what's going on in rome at the time and turns it on its head Mm. and we miss that when we come to this passage trying to um pick and choose and debate 
rather than looking at it holistically. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That we like even when Christ when when Paul tells uh uh husbands how they're to love their wives, he's mm-hmm. like, nah, like Christ of the church. Remember, he gave up his life for the church. Yeah. So this submission that Paul talks about, it's meant to be a willing submission, but mm-hmm. in the way that like a bride on her wedding day willingly submits to the person that's doing her hair and makeup right yeah oh no i'm sitting down in the chair and i'm allowing you to do what it is that you're gonna do because i know that your end goal is for my benefit and my yeah care yeah and this is what this is the vision that he's trying to bring and i love and it's it's mission driven right the word for submission here is like a military word. Mm. And it's something that, you know, the, I don't know about, I don't know how the army works. But, right. you know, when you're lower in the army and you like submit to the person right. that's higher up to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but we all have the same unified goal. So when I submit to my husband, Philip, yeah. it's not just him like dragging me around mm. right. by my hair. It's <laughs> right. him being like, look, this is what God is calling me to do in our life and our family. Like, what do you think? And inviting me into that in the, in the spirit of the brotherhood and sisterhood that we have in Christ. And so mm. I'm, I'm blessed to be able to submit to that because we're, we're going in the same direction. Right. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, after, I love to, the, after Paul gives mm-hmm. what is perhaps the most detailed, right, of, of, again, explanation of marriage and mm-hmm. roles that you'll find in the scripture compact in one place. Paul's going to say, hey, but I want y'all to know I'm not just referring to marriage. Yeah. I'm talking about Christ in the church. That right. Marriage is meant to be a picture mm. of what Christ is like, right? The purpose of a picture is so the mm. people that are distanced from an event yeah. can look at that picture and share in the wonder and grandeur of what's going on there, even though they don't have a firsthand encounter with that. Mm. Mm. And I think marriage is that same goal, that people who don't have a firsthand encounter with the depth of the love and forgiveness and the acceptance mm-hmm. and the freedom from shame they can look at that yeah. and say i want what's in there and we say oh well you don't have to be married to have this you can really yeah, find this in christ and oh, so it's this advertisement yeah right. that's excellent yeah yeah chapter six <laughs> yeah chapter six um yeah, I let y'all talk about marriage. Y'all been married a lot longer than me, so I just I'm learning. You know what I'm saying? That's I ain't have a lot to say on that. I'm still learning. Yeah. Um, so chapter six, I love how it ends. Paul says all these great things. He gives these charges uh, to these Christians, um, but he ends talking about spiritual warfare. And right. in my personal experience, I don't know how you guys came up in the faith, but there wasn't a ton of spiritual warfare talks. Um, I grew up Pentecostal. Okay, I was so it was, say. everything was the devil. Yeah. Everything's like oh, Satan. <laughs> You wearing baggy clothes and see it. Yeah. So yeah, but I, I think Paul is um he, he understands that the gospel does speak to these realities, right? Yeah. Like that Christ did uh conquer these demonic forces and darkness right. and all these things. But in the meantime, while we'll still while we're still here before, you know, the fullness of the kingdom comes at the end of the age, we still uh have to wage war, right? right? With these with these forces and the imagery that he's gonna use again is not some grandiose crazy hard difficult thing it's right. like truth yeah righteousness <laughs> right right like 
feet sandal with the readiness for the gospel of peace, right? The shield yeah. of faith, the spirit, uh, the sword of the spirit, which is God's word. And he takes all this imagery from Isaiah. Yeah. And in Isaiah, in context, it was talking about the Messiah. Mm. And so he's saying, yo, you just put on Christ, right? Right. Put on the salvation that Christ has provided for you. But I love the fact that he talks about the sword. Right. And the only offensive weapon, everything else is defensive, right? Yeah. Like everything else is protecting you. Mm. The only thing you fight with is the word of God. Mm. And we think about Jesus and his life, how yeah. much the scriptures were on his lips. Yeah. It should be the same way for us. Oh, yeah. I love the way you pronounce the hard W in sword. <laughs> Philip got corrected on that in a sermon one time. Oh, really? He preached a sermon and somebody from my old church came up to him and they were like, you did a really good job. Um, but technically, so every time, every wow. time we just say sword or sword, we're like, you did a really good Which job, but yeah. wow, Keith, man, you did a great job. But <laughs> no, but no buts, no buts. Let's yeah. pray, yo, Father. We thank you uh, for the fact that yeah, uh, you've revealed to us in this book that our lives that we can be seated in the high places with Christ mm. because. You've done all of this work on our behalf, Lord. We thank you for the fact that you've instructed us with how it is that we're to walk in this life. And it's because that you, uh, you've outfitted us with weapons, spiritual ones, to stand uh, against the spiritual forces that we're up against, that we can stand firm. So we pray that you would help us to stand firm in light of what it is that you've done for us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.